Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. Um, we have started... Oh, Dave, hello. Ahoy, ahoy. Uh, we've started this series of Friends with Friends exclusively in season 10. No, we haven't. Season 8. Yes. Um, and that continues today. Three in a row, Peter. Yeah, we are rattling through those season 8s. Some would say we're... Uh unnecessarily favoring season eight but others will realize that because we're in season 10 of the podcast it's really just what's left over by now and a lot of that is season eight shall i check shall i check where we're going next week yeah can i can you just give me a little breakdown like a sort of overview of the seasons that are left you know okay hang on in the coming weeks guys we will be paying visits to Seasons five, nine, one, two, ten, eight, three, eight, one, three, five, two, three, seven, five, six, six. Numbers lost all meaning. Uh, so a varied mix. All of them, apart from I didn't hear a four there. Have we completed four? We haven't completed four, but it's one of the ones that we've basically done everything. Have we completed a series? I no, seem we to haven't. remember. No, we, we haven't. haven't. I thought we had a moment on my phone. Uh, we only have two episodes left in um, series four. Okay, fine. Well, there you go. Some nice season episode-based admin for you out of the way, which I know is what you're all here for. So shall we crack on with what you might call a request, Peter? Whose request is it, Dave? Well, Katie. And guess where Katie is? Uh, I know the answer to this, but do you want me to act surprised? Uh, I'd like you to guess, as if you didn't know. Oh, I, I reckon she's somewhere in Berkshire. Berkshire. Is Reading in Berkshire? I think so. In well, which case, so, you're sound quite like, right. Otherwise, I sound like a dickhead. Don't I? <laughs> uh, yes, Katie is in Reading. Uh, greetings from Reading. I love the podcast, and I like to request season eight, episode one, the one after I do. There are so many great lines, maybe from Rachel and Phoebe. I love the dynamic between the girls was specific, specifically. Why can't I say words, Pete? Specifically, Specifically. Rachel and Fee. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's like one of those words that I definitely know. (laughs) I don't know why, just my brain didn't work work it out. Rachel and Phoebe, and it's a great example of how good a Phoebe is as a friend. Agreed. Um, Although surely Ross would know almost everyone at the wedding, so when he swaps his placemat, would you not think he would know Molly Gilbert is a child? I've got a lot of issues with the table swap, actually, and we'll get to that. Uh, later on uh, Chandler's shoes are slippy and he can't dance can't he just take his shoes off and it's not a great episode for Joey either he's very inappropriate to the casting director but his speech is quite funny where he acts or tries to act every emotion I'd love to hear 
what you think. Oh, Katie, you will hear what we think. That's all you'll hear. I'd argue you'd also slip if you were dancing with just your socks on. Well, I mean, yeah, agreed. And I also, think... no one should be barefoot at a wedding. No, I've. do you know what? Unless they're in the honeymoon suites. Ooh, sexy, sexy after wedding. Uh, before we get right into the shoes and socks and dancing and slipping, should we do the the synopsis? Yes, yes, do that. Season eight, episode one, the one after I do two two seven four oh one. Uh, I don't like the ending in one. No, it's not great, is it? Guess how many millions of viewers in the US saw this? Twenty. Thirty one point seven. Jeez. Still quite a decent. Um. Decent ratings, isn't it? Yeah. Back in oh, 2001. Yeah, Everyone thinks Monica's pregnant, but her denial quickly shifts the focus to Phoebe, who claims she's pregnant to cover for Rachel. Uh, when Monica realises it's Rachel, she and Phoebe have her take an additional test to confirm it. Phoebe initially says the new test is negative, causing Rachel to be sad. Uh, but she says it's then positive, and Rachel now knows how she truly feels about having a baby. Chandler surprises Monica by having taken dance lessons for their wedding reception, but his slippery shoes leave him with two left feet. Oh, what a creative flair in that sentence. Joey tries to impress Mrs. Bing's date, a Broadway director. Uh, Ross meets a beautiful woman named Mona, switches seating numbers to her table, but mixes up the number, ends up at the children's table, and then has to dance with the little girls, which impresses Mona. <laughs> right. I did find myself right ty- like typing out the words "little girls" quite a lot, and then deleting them because it just felt creepy. Even yeah. though that is the absolutely optimum way to describe the people, you know. Yeah, they are very much little, and they're also girls. Do you know what I mean? But there's just something about the phrase "little girls" that doesn't sit. Quite Hello, right. little girl. Yeah, it's weird no, don't say it like that, Pete. That's awful. Um, so, right, where do you want to start? I feel so. I've got four rough sections for this. Have you? Uh, yeah, Rachel's... it's a little bit. It's a little bit different, isn't it? Because they're all in the same place. They're all in the same place. There's no. Yeah, it's interesting to know. Actually, no Monica and Chandler's apartment. No Central Perk. Like, rarely do we get an episode without either of those locations in. I think it looks like quite a dull wedding. Right. Well, actually, I've got beef with the format of the wedding. Is this? Can we appeal to our American uh, fofwuffs? What the fuck is the format of an American wedding? Do you mean because it's sort of the band starts and then the there's a introduced when the couple come the couple, in, yeah, and then they haven't even had dinner yet. So, for clarification, a, a, a British wedding, a traditional British, and, and don't get me wrong, I like it when people go off piste with weddings because the format of a wedding can be quite oh, tedious. I'd, I'd encourage people to go off piste, hundred percent. But the traditional format would be ceremony, drinks and canapes, dinner, speeches. Then like, everyone gets up, goes to the bar while they clear the tables away. Then it's dancing time when the band starts, right? Yeah. That's the thing. This one, the band's just already doing the thing. The couple come in for the first dance. And by the way, the first dance would be what kicks off the sort of evening bit of the, the reception at a, 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 a wedding here, right? So, and everyone would gather around and it'd be like, oh, it's first dance time. Amazing. Monica and Chandler are doing their first dance. No one's even fucking watching. Nah, no one cares. Everyone just there's, sat at tables having a, having a little chin, chin wag about. There's also a couple who are dancing on the dance floor like they're in the final of Strictly. Like they are <laughs> properly going for it. <laughs> I just don't understand what the format is. And then the band leader is like, right, dinner's going to be served now. So yeah. what's the point in that bit? Why are they playing? Why is everyone having a dance before, before the dinner's even served, eh? Performer slash compare. 
Yeah, again, quite a strange thing. And that brings me on to another thing about the band. What the fuck happened to the Swing Kings? Yeah, they're called the Jungle something. This is not the Swing Kings. We have a whole fucking episode about Monica giving away her wedding dress to get the Swing Kings, because Chandler loves the Swing Kings. And do you know which band this is, Pete? The Jungle Kings? Uh, well, Dave Anthony Jungle Swing, oh. who, <laughs> let me be very clear, at no point in this episode play any swing music. Mm. Not, not, a, not a bar. Uh, and also, it's the same band that plays at Barry and Mindy's wedding. It's just the band that the producers know. Yeah, they happen to know people who might be available Six to Six years later, they've band. just got the same band back. They could have at least just changed it and called it the Swing Kings, right? Also, in keeping with the odd wedding vibes, huh. um, when Ross is, and we'll come to Ross in, in due course, I'm sure, but there's one point where he sat at the table and on either his or Ben's plate next to him appears to be a hot dog. It's like, what What in the... This looks like a very expensive wedding, apart from the catering. <laughs> yeah, it's a very... It's a big room, isn't it? It's a big fancy hotel, which not only has a gift shop, Pete, but has a gift shop that sells entire outfits, apparently. Well, yes. Well, quite specific outfits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'll come on to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, it just it's a, it's a hugely expensive wedding on a number of levels. I mean... Hundreds of people we've never seen in our lives before. Definitely a venue that charges corkage. Oh, 100%, mate. That is a corkage minefield, that place. Um, so we come, we come to Chandler's dancing, I guess, while we're in the sort of band format of it. So Chandler's learned to dance. Now, all I would say is, turns out, if you're going to choose a tutor to instruct you in the art of dance, I think they should know or at least be vaguely familiar with the concept of a dance floor, mm. the material from which it's made. Because that's not a surprising surface that he's encountered there, is it? No, that fairly is what standard. every dance floor is like. So why has he been doing weeks and weeks and probably months of lessons without his tutor going, let's try your shoes on this bloody dance floor? Yeah, that's true. Feels like a floor in the plan, Pete. A dance floor in the plan. A dance floor in the plan. A dance floor in the dance plan. Um, also, another thing, surely Chandler would know how big Joey's shoes are. Uh, the, well, he lived with him. He'd surely have spotted his tiny feet at some point. At some point, at some point. Like, it, those two know intimate details about each other, right? Is size seven... I, uh, don't you have really big feet? Haven't we discussed this? Well, yes. Don't yes, you get, like, specially made shoes? Uh, yes, I do. P.S. Thank you very yeah. much. Thanks for flagging that. Especially made or ordered off the internet, usually from America. Right. Um, so if Giacomo are interested in uh, sponsoring us. <laughs> exactly, 100%. Um, the variety but I don't of think, apps. What? what <laughs> pardon? The variety of foot-based apps. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's even that's, worse. That's also not great. <laughs> um, I don't think, like, seven is... Seven is like on the is quite small for yeah. an adult man. That's US seven, don't forget, Pete. So UK so six. What, oh, oh, okay, that is quite small. So we're getting into. I know that's what I thought. I thought so. I was like, oh, it's not, it's not terrible. I mean, of course, as we all know, foot size doesn't matter, Pete. You know, it doesn't. Uh, but I was thinking like seven. Well, oh, that doesn't seem terrible. But when you, yeah, for for us that would be a six, and that is mm. what size are you? I reckon you're in a ten. Ten. No, ten. Mm. ten. Uh, Matt, Le Matt LeBlanc is a ten in real life, apparently. 
Is he? So they clearly couldn't do any shots of his actual feet because that would have divided the double. whole plot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, six. A, 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 a UK male six is quite small, isn't it? Yeah, that is that is a small foot. Under half the size of my shoe, Pete. I don't like feet. <laughs> like, generally. You don't have it. We've discussed this before. You've got a weird foot phobia, haven't you? I just I wouldn't not, say it's a phobia. A phobia but you're, a just, you're just you're just uncomfortable with a the foot. They're just not very nice, are they? It is one of those things, and like never to kink shame anyone. I just can't. I can get my head around a lot of kinks. There are certain kinks I can't understand where the attraction comes from, and feet is one right. of them. You know. If you've got a foot fetish, get in touch and tell us what you like about it. <laughs> well, we did, we've got someone who's got a foot fetish that has previously got in touch. Oh, we? fuck, you're right. You're right. I remember this. <laughs> this is not the first time. Why did they? Why would they have told us that? I think probably for a similar conversation like this at some yeah, point. Yeah, maybe. Um, no, no, look, you go. You you enjoy your feet. It's just not for but me you, and Pete, is it? But do you think it's a specific fetish to have a thing for small feet? Well, I know there's a thing for big feet, Pete. Because <laughs> Do you? I, I on got, all those apps that you're on? Well, no, I got genuinely approached by uh, someone in, on, a night, on a night out who wanted to take photos of my feet for some sort of uh, gay targeted uh, foot-based OnlyFans. Why are you? Ta- why? Why is this? Why is the gay? Why are the gays being dragged into this? Because it was he was like there's, there's a big gay culture of big liking big male feet. I know that's what I, it was very specifically a gay targeted market. That's what I'm saying. Right? Are your foot feet particularly gay? No, no. But apparently my feet are um, uh, like a magnet for the gays. Apparently the. <laughs> the <laughs> The, the the size, shape, and your feet are a gay magnet. And lack of hair on my feet means that they're 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 prime for this uh, target market. Why would why would the lack of hair? Well, they don't like a hairy foot necessarily. What do you mean they? Like it's a <laughs> like gays. it's a general rule. What do you mean? I'm sure there are some gays who like hairy feet. <laughs> I know, mate. Look, this is I am I'm recounting what I've been told. You know? I don't I have I have no first hand knowledge of this. And how was, much did this person pay you? Well they, they didn't do it, Pete. Oh, okay. But they offered to go into a partnership where we they have that new car delivered yet. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, 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 hey, I'll, I'll be honest, I considered it. I was like, there is nothing, like, I've got nothing to lose there. If I do make some money from having someone take pictures of my feet, I, I'm all for that. Right. It's not like, um, it's not like doing porn, is it? Which in itself isn't shameful, but I wouldn't personally want to do it. But like, you fuck, you know? You can, you can have a picture of my feet it's porn. Hmm? Well, that's what I mean. But it's like, as in front frontal nudity, you know? Anyway, we're getting off topic here. Should we should we move on from feet? Uh yeah, absolutely. To sum up, do you know who wouldn't be approached by a uh gay Joey. foot scout? Because he's got <laughs> little ones. Joey Tribbiani with his tiny, tiny feet. Um and my only other thing to note about the dancing plotline and foot-based plotline is the absolute greatest line in this entire episode. And one of the greatest lines in all of Friends is Jack Geller's only moment in this entire episode. 
You stole my moves. You stole my moves. And and yeah, specifically really the moves he's doing while he says the line, you stole my moves. Yeah, really good. Is, is just absolute chef's kiss, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Perfection, Jack Geller. As always, you are. You never let us down. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Uh, right, should we tick off Joey, the director, in the tennis kit? Yeah. Um, you know how Chandler's mum refers to Dennis being a fantastic lover. Yeah. I I don't think Dennis looks like a stereotypical fantastic lover. He does not have the pizzazz. He he's not the right casting for the fantastic lover, is he? You're quite right. No. I mean I, he may he might be a fantastic some lover. Some people surprise you, Pete, but I yeah. would heavily wager on lights off missionary. <laughs> Socks off. For Dennis. Socks yeah. it depends on the nor is into the big feet, doesn't it? <laughs> That's true. But I, yeah, he doesn't scream. He screams more conservative than uh, than experimental in the bedroom, doesn't he? Yeah, but missionary it does, it cut does, laughter. Yeah, <laughs> does prompt one of the greatest lines of the episode as well for me, which is "Thank you for pleasing my mother so." Which the way Matthew Perry delivers that is superb. He is also responsible. Superb. For prompting one of the worst uh, and highly problematic lines in this episode, though. Uh, who is Dennis? Yeah. The Joey's impression of a Chinese man. Yeah, really bad. That's just... And, and, and another bad at the time klaxon. Correct, I think yeah. Is required exactly. Here. As is indicated by Dennis going, please do not do... You know, he's he is appalled by it. And I think the thing for me is that it lingers a little bit too long on Joey about to do it. There's about Well, it's a, like the punchline of a scene as well. Yeah, isn't but it's it? like two seconds too long on him actually doing it. You know, they could have cut away much earlier and it would have still been awful, but at least it wouldn't have been us just watching him do it, you know? Well, the odd thing about it as well is that, as you've referenced, Dennis clocks that it's a bad thing to do. He's like, no, God, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but then we still see Joey, Joey do it. Doing it. I wonder if there was a point at which like the producers or writers were talking to Matt LeBlanc and he's like, cool, so what am I doing in uh, Monica and Chandler's wedding? And they're like, oh, you're going to do an impression of a Chinese man whilst wearing a full tennis kit. Yeah, and you're going like, to do yeah, a cool. racism-coded uh, party trick. Whilst ironically wearing all white. Yeah. Um, but what sort of hotel gift shop sells tennis kits, Pete? Um, like full tennis kits, you know? Also, he, he has 
he he's really gone all out as well, hasn't he? Like you could pr- he could probably have got away with soldier trousers, tennis t-shirt. Well, exactly the t-shirt with it. I'm sure he could require some just sort of black. Play. If, if the gift shop is selling full outfits, surely they've got some sort of black trousers. You know? Yeah. You don't need to wear white tennis shorts. Um, we had to ask for a belt for my uncle at my sister's wedding. Did you? Um, because his trousers get falling down. Should have asked Gary Oldman in the previous episode to this one. That's true. Famously overbelted. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said that, but there you go. No, it's always nice. I, I often find myself... Bloody Uncle Keith with his trousers around his ankles. <laughs> I often need a belt because of the shape of my legs. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Because I've got quite full thighs. Now, this has been a lot about my lower body today. I do appreciate that. But because I've got big thighs, I often have to buy a bigger waisted trouser to to accommodate the leg, which means that I often... What, so your your legs go out after your waist? Oh, I've just got... No, no, like the way jeans are made, specifically jeans usually, is that they... Everything's in proportion, whereas I've got thighs that are disproportionately big for my waist, you know? So I'll often have to size up on the waist, which is how trousers are measured. Are your forearm? Are your foot? Are your for? Your forearms? Your forelegs? Forelegs. Your, I've got your two lower, legs. Got two your legs, lower feet. legs. Yeah. Are they regular sized? Uh, they're, they're sizable, but you don't. So you've got big upper legs. I just feel like like as a, a, a large legged man. lower legs and then massive feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little sort of sticks between my knees and my feet. Yeah. Is like a tree You're like a balloon animal. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, tennis. Tennis. Um, then he basically gets up, as Katie says, and does an audition as yeah. a wedding speech, doesn't he? Which is one of the finest wedding speeches of, of our time, I'd say. The performance of it, yeah. Yeah, and Chandler is actually laughing along with it. He knows exactly what's happening, whereas Monica is looking horrified and just a bit like, what the fuck is this guy doing, you know? It's a bit weird that Dennis is there in the first place, isn't it? Again, this goes back to the sort of American wedding format. Like, a plus one, fine. Bring in a plus one to your son's wedding. Bit weird, I reckon. Like, as a, just like a date, you know? Not not your partner. Yeah, had you not really met before? that. And also then, bringing a plus one to your son's wedding that just arrives after the actual wedding. Can't be fucked turning up to the actual wedding. I know he's got auditions, yeah, that's but true. like, if it's important enough, you come to the fucking wedding, don't you? That does rock up when you fancy it. And, oh, straight away, excuse me, I'll go and get myself a drink. I'm just here for the free booze. All right, Dennis. Yeah, what a prick. What an absolute prick. Um, but boy, that man can shag. <laughs> Uh, final appearance of Nora Tyler Bing, that, by the way, before we move on. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Bing out. Clearly just off to be ravaged by Dennis till the end of time. I mean, it is plausible because we don't see any further dates that that man becomes Chandler's father-in-law, isn't it? Because he's the last man that we see Nora with before the season ends. That's true, actually, yeah. Could fast forward 10 years and it's just like Dennis there. Yeah. Looking after the the twins. Well, Joey consistently tries to audition for him at Thanksgiving, you know? Ross and Mona? Yeah, my sort of fight or flight kicked in on Mona's behalf the moment that Ross first clocks her. The things you're about yeah. to experience. 100%. I've written, literally, all I can think of in this scene is, run, Mona, you don't want to get involved in this. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
There's a proper knowing what she seems really fun, doesn't she? What is to come? Yeah, she seems really fun, really nice. I say she has one misstep in this episode, which in Ross's defense is pretty bad, which is when after all of the palaver, Moda starts to just hit on Joey in front of Ross. Yes, that's true. At the end, that is a bit of a mistake. And she sort of she is so such blatant flirting because she's like, oh, it's, there's such a shortage of like not nice that guys many these nice days. Guys left. Oh my yeah. god, you're so great. I was like, maybe do that after he's put Ross to bed, but not while Ross is hanging off him. You know, hanging off him. Oh, he is, isn't he? That's true. After having his feet crushed. Um, yeah, I mean, right. Okay, so let's let's work backwards here, shall we? Right. So, firstly. You don't have to sit at the kids' table, even if you... I think you could have styled this out and gone, I'm going to level with you, Mona. I quite wanted to sit next to you. Because it's quite clear that they're flirting by now, right? So yeah. I don't think she's going to be offended if he was like, oh, I see what's happened there. I fucked up. I thought you were table six. So I've switched the cards and now, lol, like what's happened. I'm just going to go and reverse that. I wouldn't be sitting at that kid's table for the whole meal. More to the point, Pete. Why is it never flagged that at table one with the parents of the bride and groom and the best man and the bridesmaids is just some random child? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like no one ever goes, what the fuck is happening here? There's just a kid sat at the top table that no one really knows. If a child asked me to dance at a wedding, I would find a way to avoid doing that. Why are these... I know we've sort of bemoaned the phrase, but why are these little girls so obsessed with dancing with Ross Keller? Also, Gert needs to grow up. <laughs> like, she's too old to be wanting to dance yeah, like the smaller I, children. There's something very uncomfortable about the scene where she's just shouting, faster, faster, you're not going fast enough. Yeah. And I feel, yeah, mm, yes. I mean, she's. It, it's not that, I know the joke is that she's much heavier than the other girls, but she's clearly about eight years older than them as well. Well, right? yeah, she's heavier because she's much bigger. She's just a normal-sized like, human, a, that's the thing. She's not yeah, a child. Exactly. She's like, yeah, and that's why it's a bit weird. But why Why are they all so obsessed with it? Like, it's like Ross is some sort of celebrity, you know? I guess if you're at a wedding and like, there was loads of kids there and Harry Styles were there. Maybe the little girls would want to dance with Harry Styles, right? But why are they all obsessed with Ross Geller? Mm. Maybe it's just a novelty of having an adult at their table. Do you think? Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, maybe. He's probably been carrying the conversation at dinner, to be fair. Well, you wouldn't want to be chatting to Ben, would you? <laughs> Poor old Ben. Oh, at least he's there. At least they haven't forgotten about him completely, eh? I tell you what's also weird about Mona thinking, like looking back on it now. Considering she's at Monica's wedding, right, and they work together at the restaurant, that indicates a certain level of friendship, right? Yeah. Can you think of a single time in the entire show where Monica and Mona interact? That's true. Yeah, it's done not really thing. I honestly it? can't think of one. I can't think of a a situation where they're hanging out, even just like in Central Perk, all of them. You know. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Ross is trying to impress Mona. He dances with all the girls. He gets his foot basically, bro- I mean, like, it feels like it's broken the way he's hanging off Joey, doesn't Crushed it? Crushed foot, yeah. Real, real serious. Crushed That's a regular bad, sized foot. It's a bad wedding, isn't it, for Ross Gala, that? Yeah. Someone broke their foot at my sister's wedding. God, you've got a wedding story for every part of this, haven't yeah, you? Have. Yeah. No belt Keith, broken foot. <laughs> who, who broke their foot? Um, sister's boss's husband. What's his Fell name? off a chair. I can't, I don't know, I've never met him. Well, I have met him at the wedding, but not since. Fine, all right. Foot all right now, though? Shame show. Great. Glad we sorted that out. 
Do you enjoy the name Gert? That's my other point. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Very funny. And actually, do you know what really makes me laugh? Uh, even though it's such a throwaway little reference, is the whole sort of Mona Klechlochen bit. Yeah, they're trying to recall who the person was. <laughs> the hottie of the plant world. But the way yeah. that's like really good swimmering, I think, when he's sort of, you know, Mona Lisa, Mona Klechlochen, and then Linda Klechlochen, Martin Klechlochen. Yeah, And uh, just good. the way he constantly just keeps going back to that little little, little moment and that little memory keeps coming back. Um, I think he delivers that superbly well and that really, uh, really makes me chortle. Um, should we talk about Rachel being pregnant then, eh? Yeah. Round off and, this whole uh, uh, episode with the sort of the headline, the headline storyline, isn't it? And Phoebe doing her a favour by uh, taking the heat. Yeah, I'd say two sides of the friendship coin here. Phoebe, great friend. You know, she clocks it straight away and is like, I'm going to take this. Ross, though. Uh, right oh, at the start, telling everyone. It's just like, I know I'm not supposed to know. And then Joey's like, no, what? And he's like, Monica's pregnant. It's like, you don't tell. You never tell anyone that someone else is pregnant unless you're absolutely 100% sure they want you to say, right? But also that bit where Monica immediately takes the opportunity to slag off Phoebe, thinking that it's Phoebe who's pregnant, when she's like, what's she doing? What an idiot. Who gets pregnant by accident these days? I know. It's absolutely insane, isn't it? There's a lot of, um, yeah, not too aware sort of remarks by them all. They're not, I also they're not think, covering themselves in glory, are they? I also think Phoebe has a right to some more info from Rachel, given she's taking one for the team. Yeah. Yeah. She could have played that as well. She could have been like, look, I'll keep going for this if you tell me a little bit more about it. Yeah. And also, let's face it, frankly, in the absolute reality of this world, when Phoebe like lists off the three names, like Tag, Joey, Ross, it's like, that's literally the only people it can be. They don't know yeah, anyone Yeah, no else. other candidates, yeah. Yeah, it's not a huge fucking murder mystery where it's like, anyone we've met on this Agatha Christie Orient Express could have killed them. There's like cast of 15. There's three men, and frankly, one of them isn't going to be them because Tag's not going to be a, a series regular, you know? So it's basically going to be Ross. It's it's wild that that became any sort of um, yeah such a mystery such, such a mystery you know like it wouldn't have been a good storyline if it was anyone else but Ross I don't think maybe Joey at a push um, but yeah very very bizarre gotta feel sorry for the photographer Pete that's who I feel sorry for oh it's a horrible environment that he's taking photos in isn't it well I mean no one's even fucking posing are they no, no one gives a shit they're like this guy's being paid he's trying to do his job and then the one time he does try and take a snap because he's like well clearly they're not gonna pose so I might as well just take some candids Monica yells at him yeah she snaps doesn't she absolutely well he snaps and then she snaps yeah true so snappy snaps kind of snapping yeah ah, snap for a snap um, but yeah just poor old poor old photographer there just like just look at the camera, lads. Let's take some photos, and then you can have your conversations elsewhere. Why are they continually trying to orchestrate the com- combinations of people in the photos so they can converse, not take photos? You know, they're like, what about just the bridesmaids? What about just take your photos and then talk later? I also, I do love the scene at the end with Phoebe and her risky little game. Um, yes. <laughs> it's just really good and like when she says when she does the reveal that actually it's positive rachel's like complex emotions in that point it's a great bit of jennifer aniston 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 um wait aniston where 
it's all in her facial expression, how sort of appalled at the risk of it and yet actually really happy and very emotional all in one go. It's really good. I'll tell you what, though, above all, it is a risky little game, isn't it? Oh, very much so. That could have backfired horribly. Yeah. If she was like, oh, thank God. Right? Right? Oh, God, that would have been dreadful. But yeah, so we do get that sort of resolution at the end of the episode and it's all nice and everyone's happy. Um, But before that, Phoebe's had to fully cover... And, and again, Phoebe, oh, she means well, doesn't she? She is trying to be a good friend, but she immediately goes too far by suggesting that the father is a celebrity and the father is James yeah. Brolin. and uh, Barbara Streisand's husband. Yes. And a very fine actor in his own right, James Brolin. But A, I mean, I know she says, like, I could only think of him and Ed, Ed, Ed Begley Jr. Um, and the thing that makes me laugh about this is that they are immediately shutting down of the fact James Brolin could be the... like. Chandler's like, what you mean? Barbara Streisand's husband? As if no married man has ever slept with a woman that wasn't his wife. <laughs> I mean, he's married, so it can't, that, that absolutely is a flaw in, uh, in in this story. It's like, I mean, it's more of a flaw that Phoebe was be hanging out with James Brolin without any of them knowing. But the fact that they're so... Do you know what I mean? It's so like, uh, it's so straight down the line of like, well, I'm afraid Phoebe, he's married. So it's admirable commitment to her lie. Can't possibly. Yes, I can't possibly believe that story. Um, So there you go. So Rachel's Preggers, we move into the next episode next week. Not us, because that's not the way we do this podcast, but the world of friends does, where they eventually find out that, oh my God, Ross is the father. Who fucking could have guessed that? Um, but where are we going next, Peter? Well, Dave, um, and we do have a quiz for it, unlike today, <laughs> when oh, we don't have a quiz. We almost skipped over that without referencing it. Uh, we are going to Series 5, Episode 3, the one with the triplets. Okay, cool. Bouncing Requested back. by someone called Phoebe. Oh my God, that is too much. That is too much. Uh, Pete, you say we don't have a quiz, but I've actually got a quiz that I've prepared for you here. Oh, okay. Hit me with it. Based on this episode. Uh, What is James Brolin's birthday? Can't remember. July the 18th, 1940. What is James Brolin's real first name? John. Craig. What is James Brolin's middle name? Why is it Why is it just a James Brolin quiz? Well, because I haven't prepared a quiz really, and I've just got James Brolin's Wikipedia up. Right. Well, that's <laughs> you're wasting my time, Dave. <laughs> well, I think it's worth knowing that James what is his Brolin's name? real name is Craig Kenneth Brudelin. Right. Okay. Uh, who is he the father of? Barbara Streisand's child. <laughs> uh, Josh Brolin, a.k.a. Thanos. Oh, okay, I know him. There you go, see? I told you we'd get to an interesting fact. Okay, that brings me on to my second quiz. What What? is Josh Brolin's birthday? (laughs) Uh, uh, 12th of April. February the 12th. 12th of February? Not far off. Oh, damn. Got a bit of it, right? Uh, what? I'm n- to be clear, I'm not doing a Josh Brolin quiz. <laughs> what is Josh Brolin's middle name? You can work this one out. Last question. What's Josh Brolin's Craig. middle name? No, come on. What's his Kenneth. dad called? John. James. 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 Right. But his dad isn't called James. You just told me he was called Craig. <laughs> Fucking hell. And who? <laughs> Why? I'm not doing this quiz. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I wanted to do it. 
How old Follow us on Instagram. Josh no, friend, I'm just going to talk over you. Uh, <laughs> FWF Pod on Instagram. Eden Follow Brolin us. Was born in if you want more Brolin family quizzes. She is 28 years old and married to Bye. Cameron Crosby. They married on May the 1st, 2022. Brolin started. <laughs>